Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Messenger as a platform is going to capture 80% of the business to customer communications. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome back to Perpetual Traffic, episode number 94. We've got a great guest with you today, fresh out of the F8 conference, Facebook's developer conference, which was in San Jose. We've got Mike, the co-founder and CEO of ManyChat. We've got Molly, Ralph, and me all on the call again, and... One of the reasons why we have Mike on today, it's perfect timing because as you guys might know, if you listened to the last episode last week where we had Syed talking about six website tweaks you can use to skyrocket your sales, epic episode, but Molly was not on that episode. And the reason why is because she was head down for like two weeks straight basically building this amazing product. And it's really to help you guys really be able to utilize this this whole entire platform. So. Molly, just real quick, maybe let them know about this blueprint that you've got now that people can get access to. Absolutely. If you visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash FB dash messenger, you will find more information about Facebook Messenger Marketing Blueprint. It'll only take you about three hours to go through the course, but it's a documentation of everything that we've learned so far, talking with, with Mike and Dan at Minichat, running our own test on our different properties, talking to other people that are doing Messenger Marketing. So this episode is going to be more high level, you know, why Messenger is important and, and what's coming in Messenger Marketing. But if you really want the tactical, you know, how do I set up mini chat? How does this fit into my business? You know, how do I send these broadcasts? How do I use it at the top of the funnel? That course is available right now for only $47. Yeah. And as a prelude to that, if you haven't listened to episode 72 and episode 80 of the podcast, definitely go back to that because it's a constant evolution 
And you can actually sort of see the progression of Molly testing a lot of this and us testing it as well. So definitely go back to those two episodes. And then that course, man, that is going to be a must do for everyone in my company, for sure. (laughs) A labor of love from Molly. And I can't wait to get into it. So we've got Mike, the co-founder and CEO of ManyChat. ManyChat, we've talked about recently on this podcast as well. It was a huge buzz at the Traffic and Conversion Conference and kind of all over the internet right now. Really excited to get in this with Mike. And by the way, when we talked to Mike about getting on the podcast last week at one of the masterminds that we're in, I could barely even get a word in edgewise. You were like the most popular guy there. So I'm just, I'm psyched you're you're here because obviously this is a hugely hot topic. Thanks for having me on this podcast, guys. Mike, when I first met you, a few months ago, and and you and Dan, your your product manager, you guys came to Traffic and Conversion Summit last minute, but it was really awesome, and we got to sit down and chat a little bit. I think your story is pretty cool. Could you tell us how you started MiniChat? Did you see like a huge opportunity in the market, and you know, just tell us a little bit about where all this came from? Actually, we started in 2015, even before Facebook opened up their API. We started on the Telegram Messenger. It's a messenger that is uh, popular in certain countries. And uh, at that time, they had 65 million monthly active users. And they opened up the APIs for developers to build on top of that platform. And we were just excited, like, hey, now it's open. So maybe we can build something for this. And I tried to build my own like simple bot to broadcast messages and it was really hard Uh, it was hard for me and i wanted to do like really simple things like i wanted Mm -hmm. the bot to have a menu i wanted to for it to broadcast like one piece of content every day and that was the the goal but to do that it was really hard so i called up my technical co-founder anthony and i told anthony like hey man like there's 65 million people and like there's like nobody can build bots (laughs) they need a platform. They need a platform to broadcast content. They need a platform to like do all this stuff visually, kind of like what MailChimp does for email. You don't have to code anything. You just like set up the email and like you you send it or kind of like what website builders do for websites. Like you don't need to code. You just like visually construct it. So we started on Telegram and like it just took off. In the month, we had a few hundred bots, but then it just grew organically. Now we power over half a million bots on Telegram. And at this point, we are mostly focused on Facebook Messenger. And Facebook, it's the same thing because when we were growing virally on Telegram, we applied to 500 startups. Uh, and at first, they didn't really get what the bots were. <laughs> at that point, we had like 30,000 bots. And we were like, yeah, we got 30,000 bots. Like, They're like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. 30,000 what? Like, what where are, you, are you earning any money? And we were like, no, it's like we're... We're going the freemium route, like we're it's for free, but then we're gonna charge. And they're like, no, like guys, we don't understand this. So after that, like a month has passed, and I came back with the numbers, and we were growing like I don't know, sixty percent. Then they are like, okay, I don't know what this is, but like it's growing sixty percent for a month. Let's just let them in. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out it's a big thing because in the six months, Facebook has opened up their platform. Perfect timing. Yeah. Nice. That increased the possibilities 
hundreds or like even thousand fold because Facebook already has an ecosystem. Telegram was a consumer product, but Facebook has like over 65 million businesses using it. And there is an ad platform, et cetera. People are already spending a lot of money with Facebook. So we saw the opportunity to build something that would help businesses communicate with customers, do marketing, sales, uh, and support through Facebook Messenger. So if a business needs like to add Messenger into their communication stack, we want to be the answer. Yeah, that's great, Mike. And you know what's interesting? If you go to manychat.com, M-A-N-Y chat.com, you know, the headline reads, create a Facebook bot to engage your audience. And I think what you guys did that was really smart is you absolutely entered the conversation that the market was having at the time. So before Facebook opened up, you know, the opportunity to run ads in Messenger, the conversation was about bots. So I think what you guys did was really smart. And I think that now it's, it's so much more than the bots. And you guys are building a software that is Messenger marketing. So it's so much more than the bots, but you guys were able to really come in and have the conversation people were already having about the whole bot craze. The word bot has got like a bad rap because it's, <laughs> it sounds automated and like messenger marketing is all in one. It's automation, it's human, it's web use, it's a messenger experience. Like for us, bots is not something automated. Like we define bots as a business account inside messenger. So that's how we think about this. It's just totally. a business account inside messenger. And like a bot can have automation, a bot can not have an automation. It can be like just humans responding to people's requests. So right. uh, for us, it's, it's just a label, like a web page. And I think that's great for two reasons. Number one, one of the biggest things that I hear is, oh my God, messenger marketing, this is going to be so annoying for the end user. And that's a bit frustrating because actually what it's doing is bots and messenger marketing are really providing a more seamless experience for the end user. It's frictionless. They don't have to leave the platform where they are. And if you do customize your bot, you're giving people exactly what they want. So you're selling one-on-one -on -one versus selling to many. So I think the idea of bots, like you said, has a bad connotation that it means like spamming people's messenger inboxes. But really, it's a way to provide a more personalized experience for people that they are requesting and that they are initiating. And I think that's really key for people to understand. That's one of the most important points. It's the fact that people are asking us, oh, so now Messenger is going to get spammed or something. Right. That's not the point because that cannot happen. Facebook is really strict about the policies, about the ways that you can start a conversation. And most importantly, a business cannot start a conversation with a customer who has not initiated, who has not initiated it. Right. So it's not like an email where you can get somebody's email from whatever sources and start just blasting out something. In Messenger, you cannot start a conversation without the initiation. The second thing is that 
even if you unsubscribe from somebody's list on email, they can re-add your address to another list. In case of Messenger, that's impossible because if a business in some way like annoys you with like too much messaging or something, you can just swipe left, hit delete conversation, and you're unsubscribed forever. Forever. There is no way that business will be able to contact you again through this medium, through Messenger. And I think this is the power, because if you give the consumers the power to decide what they want to be subscribed to and give them a really easy option to unsubscribe, then people can stay in touch with the businesses that they really want to have a conversation with and unsubscribe from the ones that they don't want to stay in touch with. And what that does is that it increases the open rates and the CTRs for businesses who use this channel ethically and in a way that benefits the consumer. And this is why I think we've seen like such high engagement rates. Mike, you're so correct about that. And if you go through the the course that we talked about earlier, you'll hear me say a hundred times, you know, this is not email marketing, right? This is about having a conversation. People are inside a messenger to talk to their family and friends. They are not inside of messenger to receive these messages that are sent to thousands of people. And for example, Hipmunk, it's like a travel service. I was playing around with their messenger yesterday and I said, get started. They responded back and they said, I'm a super powered Hipmunk who digs through tons of travel options to help you find the best flights and hotels. For fun, let's plan a getaway. What airport do you usually fly from? I said, Austin. They're using these messages to extract information from me so that they can create the most relevant sales conversation to sell their product. They said, looks like you're planning a getaway from Austin. I'll hit you back with some great results. This may take a while. Here's a tip while you wait. Hip tip. You can ask me to find specific travel plans like cheap flights to San Diego. Okay. Then they sent me some different flight options from Austin and I didn't respond, right? I was just kind of playing around with it. So today they sent what most people would think of as a broadcast. It was a subscription broadcast inside a tool like ManyChat. But instead of saying, hey, because you're you know, a hip month subscriber, we want to give you $200 off your next flight, right? A very promotional message. They just re-engaged me, right? And they said, like Houdini, I can give you a great escape from Austin, Texas. What do you think? right? And they gave me like two options, yes or no. So their broadcast, right, or their follow-up was just to re-engage me in the conversation that they were already having. And it was very personal and it was very fun. And the brands and the companies that are able to facilitate this kind of conversation will win. The people that try to use Messenger as a way to distribute links to their sales page to generate more sales, they're not going to win because that's not how this platform is used. So Mike, last two days you spent at the Facebook's F8 Developer Conference. What was the big takeaway? Like, What was the buzz there that everybody was kind of talking about? Love to hear about that. I'm sure our listeners would too since you were there. F8 was awesome. Facebook is working on a lot of cool new stuff. And they were really excited about augmented reality, AR, virtual reality. 
and of course messenger bots. So in terms of uh, augmented reality, it was really interesting to see how they been able to pull off with just one camera inside everybody's phone. They're able to get the actual 3D models and those effects are going to be inside the camera and that increases the engagement with the messenger app because if you give people more tools to express themselves in a more fun and engaging ways with their friends they use them and the whole platform becomes more engaging and the images become more alive and the videos become more alive and the way that that connects to messenger is through video calls so right now we already have masks which are essentially augmented reality because the camera sees your face and overlays a 3d image over your face so you can become a panda or a clown or wear a party hat etc and that's already available inside facebook messenger today the way that that's going to evolve is that they've introduced a way for developers to create their own masks and their own frames for these conversations. And I imagine that businesses are going to take advantage of that, creating branded masks and branded frames for everyone to use. So I imagine the mask like with uh, Ronald McDonald face, or if you're a fan of a football team, then you can wear a helmet with their logo and talk with your friends over Facebook Messenger video. And the way that relates to businesses is that communication with customers is going to get more and more engaging. So right now we have chat. I imagine that soon we will have voice. And you'll be using Facebook Messenger not only to chat with businesses around you, but to call them. And in the future, I imagine in five to seven years, Messenger as a platform is going to capture 80% of the business-to-customer communications volume. It's going to eat from the SMS. (laughs) It's going to eat from SMS, from email, from mobile, from websites, from phone calls. Most of those things are going to get done through Messenger. And it sounds really out there. And it sounds like, hey, how is this ever going to be possible? But if you look at China... That's what essentially happened, already happens with WeChat. Two-thirds of the country use WeChat. And like every street vendor has a WeChat account and you can pay with a QR code without even opening your wallet. And that's done through WeChat. And if you've seen that, it, it wouldn't be such a crazy thought to see how this will also happen in countries where Facebook Messenger is really popular. This is why we are so excited about Facebook Messenger, and this is why we are right now focused on this platform and building a whole business on top of that. It's because this is going to be such a big wave that a lot of businesses will need beautiful products that make it easy to use those Facebook's API. And that's essentially what we are doing. Honestly, I've kind of discounted all of this AR stuff, virtual reality stuff, until I watched F8 Live a few days ago. And it finally clicked for me the importance and why this is going to be huge for businesses. And it's back to the analogies that we always use. 
people go to Disney World for the experience and then they happen to buy food there. They happen to buy things from the gift shop. People visit your blog for the content and the experience on your website and then you can then pixel and retarget them or sell them through banners or maybe they go to your product page. Facebook is building the experience that we as businesses get to tap into. And this idea of AR is so important because it's the ultimate experience, right? And especially all of this happening through a single camera. I mean, the example that they showed of you know, taking a picture of the wine bottle that was on the table and it recognizing what year the wine was and what brand, and then maybe having the possibility of buying it, you know, with a few clicks right there inside of Messenger or just everything that they showed in terms of having this AR experience with your friends, but brands being able to tap into that based off of, you know, what's going on in the room or, or, you know, where you are location-wise. Facebook is building the experience and we as marketers um, get to tap into this. So if you're thinking, ah, I don't care about that crap, you know, it's like video games or something. It's totally not true. Facebook's just bettering the experience and I think that's going to be huge for all of us. The technology is sometime in the future, but the seed needs to be planted at this time so that you're thinking already in the background and you're not startled when this thing becomes actually huge. Mike, if you were to tell, you know, marketers and business owners that are listening what they can do now to really make sure they're starting to adapt, because this is something that I believe if you do not start learning about this now and slowly implementing, you will get left behind and it will be sad because this technology is moving very quickly. So for someone out there that's like, Like, how would I even get started? Like, what advice would you give them? I would start with just like thinking about this from a really simple perspective. Think of your Facebook property, like your Facebook page right now. It has fans. Maybe you don't have a Facebook uh, page, then like you should. Then like Messenger is another channel of communication with your audience. And it doesn't connect directly to the fans. So Messenger subscribers and fans are different set of audiences. I want to just make that clear because that question comes up a lot. You grow your messenger lists separately. But basically what I would do is I would set up a bot inside Messenger using a service like ManyChat. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oddly enough. Why not? We are pretty easy to use. So you set up a bot on Facebook Messenger and you set up a simple welcome message for people who join it and then you start to grow your subscriber list and Mike just for people that are like "Ooh, this might be a little scary the course that we talked about at digitalmarketer.com forward slash fb dash messenger there's a whole section on welcome messages and there's a whole section on how to build your subscriber list so don't panic there are strategies and and for super non-techie people I mean many chat is a breeze to use like I am not techie yeah it's like answering your emails yeah exactly It's just so intuitive. You guys did such a great job of the platform. So set up a bot. It takes like a few minutes if you if you don't go like into crazy automation and like you shouldn't. Start with simple. Set up a 
like a simple welcome message. Hey, it's us. Like, tell us if you have any questions. But that will do it for the first like few weeks. You need to start growing your messenger list. So we provide growth tools to do that. So in messenger list, Molly said a thousand times that messenger marketing is not like email marketing. But there is a concept of a list, your contacts, your subscribers on Messenger. Basically, you're converting your existing audience from your newsletter, from your blog, like visitors, from your social media into Messenger subscribers. And you can do that by spreading your Messenger bot link or through like directing them to a landing page where there is a send to messenger a button which gets them into the bot also there are some interesting like more creative ways to grow that like the comment growth tool which can be used to cold traffic too so if you don't have an existing audience there are strategies to run ads to people who don't know about your brand so you grow your list and basically you can start to then engage with those people. And if you're selling something and you just need some more leads and to do more sales, you can automate lead nurturing through main chat. Uh, or you can just use direct the Facebook ads directly into the bot. And one of the examples Frank Kern did is he qualified the lead through a series of questions. And just like yesterday, we released a new update that now allows on any action inside the bot to notify the admin of the bot. Yes. So for example, if the lead is qualified and he hits like a few certain answers that, that you know that you need to talk to this person, you can get an instant notification on email or through mm -hmm. messenger from us saying like, hey, you got to talk to this person right now because he is right now looking at his phone. He just pressed the yes, I have a business and over 50 employees. Yeah. Oh man. And then like you can come in and like say, oh, great. This is Molly. And I wanted to talk to you about like what we have to offer to your business. So it becomes like this, uh, as, I, as I've said, like a hybrid between the automation and human touch where you can get inside the conversation just in time to convert and to work with objections and to actually make a sale. And Mike, a little bit more on that feature, which is awesome, by the way. Um, so everyone in their business has some sort of qualification. Even if you're selling a, a pair of shoes, you know the questions that you can ask that if answered one way, that sale is probably going to happen. So we know that for our Digital Marketer HQ program, if we ask someone, are you looking to build a marketing team or do you already have a marketing team that you need trained? We know that that's a huge qualification for us. It's a much easier sale for us to say, okay, buy this training to train the team you already have than buy this training for people that don't exist yet. So in our follow-up, when people say that they're looking to train their team, which is, you know, two thumbs up for us, it's now notifying, you know, our admins, which a few people on our sales team are notified and they know, okay, lead is hot, like must get in here now. So that's, that's a great feature and, you know, just a great explanation of it's a simple strategy, right guys? Like 
sending an ad to a landing page where you generate a lead and then maybe they take the next offer, maybe they don't, you follow up with an email autoresponder. You can directly replicate that inside of Messenger even if you don't have humans on the other side. So I think what Mike said in terms of getting started is so important, right? Your Messenger subscriber list is going to be just as important as your pixeled audience inside of Facebook. It's going to be just as important as your email list. So just like everyone you know, teaches and freaks out about building a big email list, <laughs> you should try to build a big Messenger subscriber list at break even. So building your list, but also setting up autoresponders that are similar to email, but more personal that do get people to buy a product. And to get them to buy it at that zero moment of truth, which by the way, thanks for engineering that feature. I just messaged Frank about it. So to make sure the sales guys are on it. But I mean, that was really, <laughs> that was really the, the challenge that we had when we first started. Like, where is that point of intersection where we should get a person in there, especially when you've got hundreds of messages. So the point is, is that you guys are constantly improving this platform to make it even better and to monetize it better. But the first step is to build the list. I want to piggyback what Ralph said there is so important because if anybody has any background experience, like in kind of old school, like traditional sales, like on a, if you were working for a, a car dealership or selling stereos, right? Or something like that, retail, the cardinal rule they know that when somebody leaves that lot or somebody leaves that store, they're not coming back. It doesn't matter how much desire they expressed while they were there. They know that if they leave, they're, they're gone forever. And so it's it kind of like, think about that when you're setting this stuff up. If you do have a sales team, set this automation up and make sure you have somebody in there that can get to them right away. I think that's the key. If you can, you're able to respond within a very quick period of time. And, I, and I'm talking about within a, you know, a couple minutes compared to within 30 minutes would be a game changer. And your sales team by Facebook policies has only 24 hours to like actually use Messenger as a channel to like actually promote or talk to the person about anything that's that he didn't subscribe for. So basically I wanted to, uh, in 30 seconds explain how the Facebook policies work. So basically whenever a person interacts with the bot, sends a message, clicks the button, a 24 hour window opens up for the bot to send any promotions or for the sales team to get in and to actually start exploring like what this person wants. But after the 24 hour window, you can only broadcast content that people subscribed for. And that content cannot be ads or deals because nobody wants to get more deals or ads right. unsolicited inside messenger which is a really invasive channel so kind of like what you're doing with content marketing on your blog you should think about broadcasting inside messenger as okay if the person has interacted with the bot in the last 24 hours that's obviously a sign that the person is interested in the services of the bot and it's like a person walking into a store if the person is inside the store like the staff can go up to him talk to him maybe help find something etc but if the person is just walking on the street imagine like being harassed by somebody from like some random store 
like trying to get you inside and like sell you something. Kind of like those guys do at the malls. Once in a while, you'll see the guys coming out of the uh, yeah. Mr. Rag stores yeah. and like trying to yeah. grab you from the middle of the mall and bring you in their store. You take a quick left. So basically, you want to talk to people when they have interacted with the bot. And that's like the first 24 hours are really important. And after that, you should subscribe the person. Like you should get a explicit opt-in from them for, for any updates that you're going to send them. And those updates should be about the content, should be from your blog updates or, or the news. Or for example, if they've signed up for a webinar, you can send them a notification about like, hey, webinar is starting in 24 hours. Right. Um, hey, webinar is starting in half an hour. It started, here is length, etc. So those are productivity updates that are considered like calendar uh, reminders. It can be not promotional. It can be like uh, fun. It can be a quiz. It can be something else. But after the 24 hours, only the content that the person has explicitly subscribed to and that content shouldn't be promotional. Right. And I use an example from Derek Halpern in the course and what Derek's done when he is, you know, using messengers. So he will run an ad and get someone to comment to message and start talking to them about sales pages, for example, right? And this sales page course that he's releasing. So Instead of messaging again, you know, a few days later and saying, hey, by the way, this course is still available. You should get it, you know, very promotionally, which would be bad. Derek's sending messages like, hey, have you heard about this? Would you like to hear about this? And giving lots of menu options that are very conversational and allow people to pick their own adventure. So it's content that they had subscribed to. Eventually it leads to a sale if they're interested, but he's not shoving it down their throat. So a really good example of, you know, again, back to how do we make this really conversational for people? But after they engage with that content, Every time they watch a video, every time they start to like experience those interactive messages, like saying, oh yeah, I want to learn about the welcome message, et cetera, et cetera. Each one of those interactions refreshes the 24 hour window. So I think this is a very important strategy to keep in mind that you want to keep people engaged by providing them with like really valuable content. But then when they interact, it's an opportunity for you to actually do something about that. It's like, it's about just being cool and not all weird and salesy. Really? Yeah. Shocking. It's like shocking. That's how we interact as human beings. So this is just an extension of that. And what Derek does so well is always giving them an out to unsubscribe too. And always be funny, right? So R yeah. says like, if you ever want to unsubscribe, it will make us really sad, you know, but feel free to comment, stop. Mike, one more question. Do you feel like there will be sort of this industry that builds, or not necessarily an industry, but a need for agencies and people who build bots for others and not from the tech side? I mean, you guys have that you know, covered in, th in three minutes, but more so from um, the, the copywriting side and the logic side, right? You know, when we set up our sequences, we get a whiteboard, I get the copywriter, you know, I get our editorial director and we figure out, 
you know, how would this work inside of a, an actual conversation, right? And what's the logic? Do you think that's something that people will need? Yeah, I think so. Because it's quite different from the other copies and the other interactions that people uh, are designing. Yeah. And it's much shorter. It's much more interactive. Like a, if you're writing a blog post or an email, like people are going short form or long form. And inside Messenger, like everything is short form but everything is also interactive. So you can have like a really long interaction and you have to take that into account. Uh, but I think, yes, because businesses will want this. Agencies do what businesses need and right. businesses need customer communication. And that's yeah. going to be done through messengers. So agencies need to get like to, to be the first ones to actually explore this. And actually, like, it, it's, it's a really great idea to explore this just for themselves. Yeah. The channel is really, really good for, like, at least right now, every marketing channel is the most efficient when nobody else is using it. Right. Right now, nobody's using messenger marketing. And that's because it's just hard to understand what's going on for some people. I, I mean, totally. But the results that people who are using it are getting are just insane. Like you, you yeah. yourself published an article about like getting, I, I don't know, like 300 or. Yeah, 500% ROI from our first test. 500% ROI. Like that's insane. And any other channel, yeah. like if you try to do that, that's insane. And that's not a single case. We've heard from. People, 200% ROI, 300% ROI. And this is going to go on until like the, the channel becomes really popular, which totally. will happen much faster than everybody thinks it will. That's, yeah. the, that's the really interesting thing. Everything in the world is speeding up and also channel adoption is speeding up also. Like it took companies 10 years to adopt social media. Yeah. But now, like, and it took like companies... 15 years to adopt email, 10 years to adopt uh, social media. And I think it will take like two, three years for everyone to adopt Messenger. So it's yeah. going to be really fast. Social media was the gateway drug. This is just an extension. I think whether it's, you know, you as a business owner, you as a marketing professional, whether you hire an agency, whether you tell your team, someone for your business needs to figure out how to do this conversational copywriting and logic. Um, it's actually really fun and easy to do, but it's something to think about. One more thing, Mike, that's super cool and back to the idea of having conversations, you guys just added a feature where you can actually pause your responses. So again, making this bot feel really human, you can go into mini chat and set up your responses, but say that you want it to wait, you know, 10 seconds to send it like, or whatever amount of time it would actually take a human to actually respond. So you feel like you're not just being bombarded with these bot messages. It's like if I was, you know, chatting a friend on messengers. It's artificial intelligence, you know, it's what it is. So it's just the beginning. This is awesome stuff. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. This is hopefully you've been taking notes. Once again, like always, you can go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast for the show notes. This is episode number 94. Mike, you know, you've brought a ton of value. If you have anything else you want to add on where people can learn more about you or your company? I think like with any other marketing channel, Messenger it's really important to stay human, to think from your customer's perspective and to make sure that you're actually bringing value before you ask for anything else. And 
I think Messenger gives us this opportunity to make the conversation personal and intimate again when it was not so with email and not so with social media, where it's just much more of a one-to-many and not personal. The level of personalization that goes into email is like, do you have the first name of the person? <laughs> and like for, for Messenger, I think that's not the way that we want this to work. Like you want to keep the conversation really relevant. And that's why like we are going to introduce like more integration soon, which will allow to trigger messages based on actions in other systems, which will allow to make the conversation really, really personal with the customer and more relevant. If you are not yet into this whole bot thing, keep this in mind and you should start doing this as soon as possible. And I'm not saying this to promote MainChat. You can use any other service. It's just because the marketing channels are going to get saturated. And the more marketers are doing this, the harder it will get to like get the attention and the harder it will, like the costlier it will get to just communicate with your customers. So right now is the best time to do this. The channel is already working. Think about this from, from, from your customers. I think that's the most important tip. What conversations would you like to have with your own business? How would you like to learn about the services? Just if you do that, everything else will fall in place. That's what really resonated with me when you talked at War Room last week was that you weren't up there talking about this amazing new th- technology that you you know you can kind of have this trick to be able to just blow up your business. Yes, the opportunity is there, but you were so much more about like, dude, create a conversation that you would like to have if you were the customer. You know, you weren't up there trying to really talk about all these different ways to to hack open rates and click through rates and stuff like that. So I really appreciated that. I think that's going to give you and your company a very long staying power in the market. Good stuff. Guys, uh, that was epic. Yeah, thanks so much, Mike. Awesome, Mike. Thank you. And then once again, you can hit digitalmarketer.com forward slash FB dash messenger for the uh, blueprint that Molly talked about throughout the episode. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. See you. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.